all, we're back again for another episode of Open Mic with the MVP Marco. I am your host, the MVP Marco, and uh, this is the this is the last episode of this year, but it will be the I believe the debut episode of next year. So I think we're gonna obviously next year, I mean a couple of days from now. <laughs> so it's gonna be like the the very first episode that you'll see on the uh, Chick Foley Show feed. Um, so yeah, look out for this. Uh, definitely, you know this. I, I think this episode is gonna be really great. I want to jump right into it. Um, like I always say, I have no sponsors, but definitely, uh, you know, listen to the Pod Foundation. That's the uh, uh, that's us group of collect. Uh, we're 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 the greatest content creators known to man. I mean, some people would say no. I say otherwise. Um, obviously, it's the Turnbuckle Tavern, the Extra Cooler Show, uh, coming down the aisle with uh, J Bone. And the, uh, of course, the flagship show, the Chick Foley show, which I am on. Um, and I'm on another show on the Turnbuckle Tavern, which is called The Raw Down. Look for that every Thursday, 8 o'clock on YouTube. Um, 8 o'clock EST, I should say. Um, but uh, let's let's jump right into this episode because I'm pretty excited. Um, this person I've been trying to, you know, we've been trying to make this happen for maybe a few months now, I think. Or it seems like an eternity. <laughs> um, it's been a long time. From, yeah, exactly. From what I'm, from what I'm saying. But um yeah, I, this person came across my IG feed. Um, I, I, you know, I follow a lot of collectors. Um, I'm a, I'm a collector myself. Um, mainly, if you can see here, my, uh, my, my shirt here. I'm wearing a uh, Hulk Hogan cross out face because if you're a wrestling fan, you know the things that Hulk Hogan said back in the late 2000s. We won't get into that. Uh, oh, but, no, are you <laughs> well, I'll, I'll bring the, I'll bring this up to you if you're not. A, we'll, we'll catch you up to speed. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, so this person, uh, I was very intrigued by not only the the collection that they have, but the uh, the the amount of you know media that they kind of cover. So I, I mean, I'll just bring her on now, Queen, Queen G. I mean, you you you're uh, you your page is amazing only because it's littered with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think you're the you might are you the biggest fan? Are you the biggest? Collector of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I haven't seen I'm anybody else. I'm not the biggest like collector. <laughs> I'm not. In fact, um, I get really nervous when people like refer to me as a collector because I'm very precise in my niche of what I collect, and it's mostly specifically Donatello. Okay. I love all four turtles. Um, you know how some sets, right? They just go together. So I'll get yep. like sets, but. Majority of my figures are from my childhood and I buy, you know, newer stuff. But unless I am just like blown away by the sets, I'm only seeking Donatello. So okay. I'm not sure that I fit in the building of like, you know, massive collectors that just have to have every single thing from every single line. Like, Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of collector. If it doesn't like touch my heart in a way, I don't need to have it. Um, but I'm definitely like I'm on the first floor for sure in the building of collectors because my my Donatello stuff is pretty extensive. But it's 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 mostly it's him though. Just yeah. my book. So I want to you know I kind of want to scale back a little bit because you know I have a one of my my closest friends. Um, uh, my buddy Jay, he's a avid uh, Ghostbusters uh, okay. fan. So, like in his house in his basement, he has this like room that he built with like literally like wall to wall 
Yeah. If there's like literally anything you could think of. He doesn't really get like the newer stuff. He like he like you, he goes back and gets like the older, right, the older yeah. figures and stuff like that. Keeps some uh MOC and everything like that. But like and he doesn't buy any crossover things. Like if like the you know, they they do those crossover figures where it's like, you know, Ghostbusters crossing over with like I don't know, He Man or Ninja Transformers. Turtles. Yeah. Oh, they actually did uh they actually did a um uh Lego one, the Ecto one. They did like a Transformer uh, one too as well, but yeah. So he doesn't get any of those. He he sticks to the original like sure. those sorts of things. So are are you the same way? Like do you do you like the crossover like things? Do you collect any of that stuff? No, yeah, um, yeah. See, I'm I'm really really picky. Like, um, I'm not really into the, the huge crossover stuff. Uh, you know, like Super Seven, um, and NECA are coming out with you know all this stuff. Like, yep. I'm a early 80s baby like I turned 40 la- this year 2022 and so like I don't know I I'm not digging all of the new stuff I want the stuff that I remembered seeing in my childhood because that's where my memories and passion you know is all with I think all the new stuff is super cool and the crossover stuff is amazing I just I don't need it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I, I get it. Because uh, I was going to ask you, so like a lot of people that listen to this uh, show and the Chick-fil-A show, um, we're, we're all collectors, but the main thing mainly they collect is like wrestling figures. Right. And I was wondering if you did know that they had like that crossover. They did like a WWE um, Teenage yes. Mutant Turtles crossovers. Do you Did you see any of those? Like they did like the Ultimate Warrior and I forget, I think it might have been Michelangelo and... Like they picked uh, each turtle and they did like a Undertaker and I think Leonardo. I forget no, how they I didn't it. get all of them, but I do for Michelangelo is my second favorite. Um I did get the Michelangelo one. Okay. Um Yeah, because back then I was I was a huge wrestling fan too. Um I got older and I fell off with wrestling. And see, that's the problem is my my old soul. Yeah. Is so stubborn, right? So when all of the wrestlers started to retire that I grew up with, like, uh-huh. you know, you're not going to talk about Hulk Hogan. And <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a huge, you know, Randy Savage fan and yep. Million Dollar Man and, you know, Andre the Giant and, you know, all those type of guys that once they were gone, so was I. You know, I just kind of yeah. just fell off. I really had no idea. Sorry to go way off topic that wrestling, like, is still as huge as yeah. it is today i honestly thought people stopped like after like the rock and i don't know is john oh. cena still wrestling? Yeah, no, i mean you know it's funny he actually is wrestling he'll be uh okay this, i think on friday he actually will be uh having a match but yeah it's it's i mean it's been it's you know it had its it had its like lull um during like the uh you know 2000s because wwe yeah. brought out the competition and it was just them but then as they went along there's a lot more companies that started uh popping up and now, I mean, okay. WWE now is like a multi-billion dollar like empire, which, you know, they have deals at NBC and they're doing documentaries at A&E. And, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 insane. Like ESPN covers them and stuff. They have a deal with, with them. So it's, it, it is as big as it was, as I mean, even bigger. Yeah, yeah I'm totally um, keeping that. It makes me want it to get back into it, but I just, I just, you know, I, I guess I kind of just moved on when the people who I grew up with, you know, moved on too, but. I was a little nervous to be on this show because I was like, oh, <laughs> my education on wrestling is very minimal. That, so, the, so here's the thing: like, like I said, the the with it's not gonna we're not gonna talk about wrestling at all. But I usually, you know, 
most of the people that I have on the show have kind of like a background or they use like kind of you, like you used to watch it and then you kind yeah. of go off like that type of thing. But that's not the main thing. I was just, you know, just asking to see if you do, but that, yeah. Hulk, so basically I'll, I'll give you a quick, like a, a quick story on Hulk Hogan. So late two thousands, he went through this, like, you know, behind the scenes, um, they divorced his wife, blah, blah, blah. Went to this, like, downward spiral and stuff. Was this, and then this after like, he was doing his, like, reality show and yes. all that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, after the reality show. up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And then he – so basically what happened was he uh, – some 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 audio of him surfaced uh, of him and his son on the phone uh, saying not so nice things about uh, uh, black people. So – uh, he, was, he was, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he was, uh, so he was quickly removed from all uh, WWE. Like they erased him from the history of WWE. What happened? Um, Did he have a situation with a brother? What, 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 what started this? So, so in the call, <laughs> so in the call, he did speak of his daughter Brooke Hogan. Okay, yeah. He was dating a, uh, a black man at one time. Okay, and. Um, it's from from the call, from what I remember the call, I haven't listened to it in a while, but like he liked the father, like the guy's father, but he didn't like the 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 guy that was dating his daughter. Okay, uh, and he had some choice words. I will not repeat the words uh, that he said, but you know, you, you can you can use your imagination. But uh, yeah. that's why. So this there's this podcast called uh, uh, Black Wrestling Podcast where um, they they have some merch and they they made this uh, sweet hoodie that I have on now with the Hulk Hogan with the red X it. on his face. But um, I mean, you got to stand. I mean, you, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. That's sure. That's I mean, I I'm just say, wondering, but. you know, because like, like let's say if I'm I'm dating a guy, right, and then yeah. like he does something or he just just does something that's like not attractive, and you know, and I could just be like, I I could, I will sum up the entire young group of men. You know, for a little while because of the situation that I had. I'm not. I'm not playing devil's advocate. He shouldn't have said that, but I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, it's you know. you know, he came back, he apologized, and all that stuff. And you know, there's some people that you know accept his apology, and some people that right, some that don't. It's, Especially yeah. when you're a different race, it hits different. Yeah, and it's and you you know, like just you know, he was the you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, you know, for all the little yeah. he, he everyone was a Hulkamaniac as a kid, but they when you get cool. older. It's, yeah. It's, it, when you get older and you you start to grow and all these you see the behind the scenes stuff and you're just like oh boy. You're boy. Like, yeah, I was no, a kid. I used to like this guy. Cool. What the hell? I mean that goes for a lot of uh, a lot of athletes, a lot of entertainers and stuff like that. That happens. Yeah. Too. You know, like I said, you got to. This is more of us like a not really a statement. It's just like you know, cool merch. But you know, sure. I I gave him. And I, I was figured, living my ignorant, you know, blissful <laughs> life, not knowing this. <laughs> that for me well i'm sorry i mean that's so the here's, so here's the other part of like you know being a uh, like a kind of like wrestling podcaster you have to report about the behind the scenes stuff and there's a lot sure. of you know stuff that happens behind the scenes that we don't we don't like to bring to light like i mean I, i'm not sure if you know but vince mcmahon is no longer a part of the company he actually, i saw that he retired yeah, right yeah he retired he was forced to retire because of Oh, he was forced to retire. See, I didn't read that part. I just yeah. thought he was old and he was stepping down. Well, let me, yeah, let me, so we'll get to this and then we'll get back to you. Yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll get you sped up. So basically he, uh, he did some, uh, things with company money, uh, basically like paid off some embezzlements. No, not really. He paid off, he, he paid off some ladies for their services. Oh, that for worked. their it, uh, services. Yeah. That worked in the company. Most- 
Yeah, about so around around twelve million or so. Damn, I'm in the million dollars. Yeah. yeah, for NDAs and you know, keep quiet. I'm, I'm married. You know, I have a public image that type of thing. So sure. you know, he was forced to step down, and now he's no longer uh, the CEO. So I, I, as a wrestling fan, I never thought I would see the day where Vincent Kennedy McMahon, which is his full yeah. name, would be like gone from wrestling like that. I thought That's he was going to like go out on his deathbed. That's what a lot of people thought. So I have a question. So yes. what makes that different than like, I mean, didn't they find out like the Patriots? I don't know if you watch NFL. Oh yeah, Robert Kraft. I mean, yeah. I mean, didn't I'm he in do Boston, Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Massachusetts. Of course I know. I did not know that, stuff. but I recognized that accent. Yes. I was like, <laughs> where is this dude? I yeah, am I'm, in, I'm, in I'm love. A... I just want to put this out there. I am in love with Boston. I oh, have two you. hats that I wear, and it, one's white and one's blue, and they're both the Boston Red Sox. Every chance I get a, you know, to go out there and fuck around with the green monster, whatever the hell that is, dude. Yep, the big green monster. I am yeah. a huge fan of Fenway. Boston. Fenway's a great uh, ballpark. I mean, definitely anyone anyone listening out there, if you ever travel to you know the Northeast, definitely visit Fenway. It's Oh, you have great to. Great on a, on a summer day. Oh, so great. You might have I to love it. it. And I didn't even know uh Boston is the only baseball stadium that still does like a live um what is not accordion or uh you know that that organ. Oh the or yeah the or, uh, yeah. organ, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're the only ones left that have an actual person that do it. Yeah. It's so there's so much history in that park. I adore it. I mean, there's, a, there's so much history in, in, in New England itself. I mean, it's the birthplace of a, of this nation. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so what's the difference between the Patriots owner doing what he did and McMahon? There is no, I mean, there is no difference. Uh, the only thing I can think of is. Boston I know that. Well, so I know the NFL is like, it's not really, uh, it's not really publicly traded. Like the teams are like owned, like the owner, like sure. he owns that team. Like no one can tell him what to do. Like. Someone from yeah. the outside could be like, hey, you should do this. And Robert Kraft could be like, F off. I'm not doing that. I own the team. Where the WWE is a publicly traded company with investors and advertisers and other people own the company besides Vince McMahon. I think he owns like 85% or something crazy like that. But there's other investors that can be like, that can vote you. Oh, like, I get it. Get okay. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean – I mean, we love. I mean, I love Robert Kraft over here. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. He's no, uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't throwing any shade. I, <laughs> I feel sorry for you know the young women that you know. We do, know, we do hate Tom Brady right? though. Again, we don't. We don't like Tom Brady anymore around here. So that's uh. Oh, are you? Oh, you guys are totally off of him because I mean, I, I, I mean, I am ever since he uh, you know, he's having a tough go around where he's at now though. Yeah, I mean, he did that to himself. But that's another story. That's another. That's another. Maybe I might. I have to have him have you back on again so we can, so we can d- talk discuss, about other just like stuff. just like do like gossip stuff. But uh, let's bring it back to you. Um, and I seen because I I have to creep and do like research and stuff like that. Um, did you do like? Were you like a fitness person or like a like a athlete at one point in your, um, in your yeah I've always been an athlete always and then you know, after I graduated um from college I just I've always had a thing for fitness I, I, I don't know what it is I I just I cannot go a day except for Sunday my brain will allow me Sunday where I'm not 
physically active, you know, working out, lifting weights mostly. Um, yeah, I just love, just, you know, putting myself to the challenge and feeling like I accomplished something at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'm glad you did your research, dude. I have done so many podcasts. I had one guy come on and ask me and was like, um, so who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? And I was getting ready to just end the show. Like, are you serious? <laughs> No, we have we have we have fun here. Like I said, we'll we'll go all over the place. But um, did you do anything at uh, like um, competitive wise when you were? Uh, yeah. So I did um uh bikini for a little while, um, which was fun. Um, I did that a couple years after I graduated from college, and then um, I placed, I placed, I placed, and never was able to get like first or anything like that. Um, and then I just, I just really realized, you know, how much I do enjoy food. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's always the, uh, the downfall there. (laughs) Yeah. The caloric deficit thing. And, um, you know, right before shows, lack of water and all this kind of Mm -hmm. stuff is really strenuous. Um, so I fell off, but I'm still, you know, physically you know active you know trying to push reps and stuff like that yeah and did when you when you say bikini did you do like were you doing like um uh bodybuilding or just like bikini oh okay yeah yeah bodybuilding oh yeah nice yeah my trainer i had him for six years um really competitive bodybuilder you know champion all the time like he was he was the shit it was just you know, I was getting old and I was getting tired. This bitch <laughs> wants to eat. Wants <laughs> to eat some food. And this was before I like um, got my game room together. Okay. So once I put my game room together, dude, that was a wrap for me. Like I just realized how much time. And I'm not saying it was a bad thing. I was yeah. just, you know, I was getting older and I'm putting four, five, six hours a day into the gym. And I realized I really like playing video games. (laughs) I need more time to play video games. So, yeah, I had to uh, re-evaluate my priorities. And, uh, yeah, because you know what's funny? Um, So Sheena, Chick Foley, who I do the show with, when I I first started following her account, stuff like that, um, I had no clue that she she also was into, like, fitness and uh, when she was in high school and all this stuff and – and uh, you know, she she ran her own like um you know, like fitness organization where she was, you know, helping, you know, people, you know, lead better lives and like setting them up with programs and all this stuff. So I think that was yeah. that was probably like one of the other things that kind of like you related to in that sense where I was like, Oh, she th- there's another person out there that's kinda like how Sheena is, but obviously she's on the wrestling realm. She she collects yeah. like, but you guys are like like pretty much in the same lane where it comes to, you know, like almost it's like very so simple. awesome and much respect to her. I did the, um, you know, you're when you're in fitness, you basically become like a walking billboard, right? So everyone's coming to you and asking you to help. And I did the programs and I did the training and I just realized also, dude, I have no patience like at all and I feel like motivation is like one of those things that you either have or you don't have and trying to motivate people to put in the work I was just getting like tired of it you know I I really respect trainers that can be patient with people and can push them and motivate 
You know, if I'm asking you to do, you know, like so many sets with so so many reps and you don't want to do it, like, okay, the first time I'll be like, okay, you know, let's keep going. But if you're just like, I don't want to say pathetic, but just like (laughs) weak minded, you know, I just I have really low tolerance for people that are just weak and I'm not trying to come off like top bitch. It's just, I've had to work for everything that I've ever wanted in life. And so when people just have lazy excuses, it's just like, yeah, some people, yeah. Some people you just can't help. I mean, you can try your best to do so, but you know, in the end, if they're not going to, you know, be on your level at all, when it comes to anything, it doesn't have to be, you know, just be on your level physically or mentally. Just as your work ethic, if they're not even going to like, you know, just do try. That. You yeah, know, just, just, just try. Yeah. So kudos to her because man, I think I I tried doing that for like three years. And I was my last client, you know, she's a heavy set girl, and we've kind of been friends. And it's one thing, like every day that we would be out, she would make comments like, you know, I want to look better. I want to feel better. I, you know, I want to gain more confidence. And then when it's time to put in the work, you don't want to put in the work. We were doing squats and she didn't do one squat. And she was just like, no, I can't do this. And I was like, you know what? Neither can I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's, I mean, that's, I mean that, yeah, that's the other thing too is like, I mean, I'm not, I've never been a trainer or anything like that, but I can see like if the person that you're trying to work with doesn't want to do anything, it makes you also not not want to yeah, well, like, help them and do anything. It. They want it. They just yeah. don't want to work for it, right? Yeah, do the work. You got to put in the work. You got to yeah. put in the work, especially if, I mean, if you're talking to like a, you know, someone who is just like born into this, you know, beautiful body, then okay, then maybe yep. they could, you know, kind of, you know, just baby you along. But if Working with someone that's actually started somewhere and then put in years and years of consistent work, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. There was no reason, you know, not to do anything. When I was sick, I went to the gym. When I was happy, I went to the gym. When yep. I was upset, I went to the gym. And, and on those same days, dude, I still had to watch what I put in my mouth. At the end of the day, it doesn't yep. matter how I'm feeling. You just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, but I love it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, the you know, like you said, you have to put in the work. You have to watch what you're, you know, watch what you're eating and stuff like that. It is, it is hard work. It's not, it's not like you don't, you know, you just do one workout one day and then the next day you're, you know, you're seeing. Wouldn't results. that be cool gonna, though if that's the way that it was? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people think that way. That's the thing. Do you have, have you ever seen like uh, my six hundred pound life or too large yes. or something like that? Right. Yeah. When they get uh, accepted, right? That you know, Doctor now is like, I'm going to do the surgery. How excited they are, and I'm yep. just like, oh, bitch, wait, you don't even know well, how hard yeah. you got to work. And then the yeah, then the other part is they don't follow through. Like they'll get the surgery and they think that's it. <laughs> it's like you ready? know, surgery's done. Yeah, I'm skinny now. That's fine. <laughs> but they, they have to they have to do the exercises and they have to do like that. Like you said, it's definitely that's where the journey begins. Like, yeah, that's where it that. starts. And I'm just like, oh my god, you you're excited now? Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, I seen something else too that you, um, I think you owned, it said you owned a couple of businesses yeah. before. Uh, what, were the, what were those businesses? If you uh, care to I, share. Oh my gosh. Um, I still own them. Uh, uh, okay. Still successful. Yeah. I have, uh, <laughs> I have two construction companies. 
Wow. Okay. Um, one is concrete uh, all around. We own like um, concrete pump trucks. So they're the trucks that the concrete pours the concrete into it and then the trunks trucks pump them out. Yep. And then um, my other company, I started with my brother. Uh, it's a material supply company. And essentially we supply like rebar and stuff like that. So my companies kind of work together. They go like oh, nice. hand in hand. Um, yeah, we, um, uh, all of the states have, uh, programs for, you know, minority companies and they set these bonuses for white, they're white, um, white companies, white, big companies to use minority companies. So I started a minority company and I started a woman owned business. So, uh, right. you know, we're kind of, what do you call it, Like the gold token or something like that, but uh, yeah, we're, a, <laughs> we're a hot commodity in the state of California. So yeah, it's, um, it's a lot to juggle with, you know, work and then gaming and, um, collecting, I guess, yeah. <laughs> trying not to spend all my money. Get it. Got to support that. Got to support the habit. That's, that's yeah. got to support it. Got to support it. If I, because you know, sometimes those pre-orders all hit at the same time. Oh my so God. Don't got to be ready. Don't, don't, I don't even want to, I have to, <laughs> it, obviously it's, you know, it's a holiday season. So you want to, so I try to scale back from that stuff, but man, you forget sometimes like you'll be, you'll pre-order something like maybe earlier in the year yeah. and you'll just see all those, Right. Deductions and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah, with the delays and everything, because I had yep. them spaced out when they're supposed to come through, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, they're all shipping next week. <laughs> oh god, <sighs> that was the worst. Who's especially with like um, companies like Super Seven um, that do like made to order, um, yes, pre orders. Like it's, uh, the past couple of years, anyway, because obviously COVID and stuff like that. A lot of their like, you know pre-orders got pushed back like like a year, a year or so. So yeah. all those people getting those debits, me included, <laughs> getting just like, just like, oh my God, I forgot I ordered this. No. Right? No. <laughs> but it's no. also like, it's a pleasant surprise too. You're like, oh, I had forgotten about this. And then yep. all of a sudden, you know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail. Um, yeah, because I, I pre-ordered the, it was the, I still have it. I actually forgot to wear it. I was going to put it on. I had the, the April O'Neil from the TMNT movie, um, the NECA figure that came out. Oh, uh, uh, the Judith Hogue. Uh, Judith Hogue, yes. She, yeah. uh, she, so I like, I'm a huge fan because like on her IG, she was like going through the whole process. Like when she did the announcement for it, when it was happening, and then she was doing like videos of her at the NECA offices going through right. like, you know, the moldings and all that stuff. So I like followed the whole journey with That's that right cool. there. Um, but yeah, just getting that in the mail and I got, I ended up ordering the, like it was like the ultimate edition with, um, it was a signed uh, Channel 3 press pass from her, oh. too, which is pretty cool. So yeah, I have that's a super signed, cool. Yeah, it has, her little, it has her face on it from the movie, from the uh, first, yeah. uh, first movie. Um, I like how she calls herself the original April O'Neil. Like, she's... Well, she <laughs> yeah, she I mean... the original. She's the, she's the live-action one. I mean, that's who she, I would well, like. Yeah, I mean, um, God, I can't think of her name right now, but, like thinking of when I got into Ninja Turtles, it was yep. from uh, the 87 cartoons, right? Yep. So Same that chick, you know, she's actually my original April yep. O'Neil. Uh, but as far as movies go, uh, it's Judith. Yeah. Hogue. And then like, 
seeing her in other movies, like she's still April and yeah, that. exactly. I yeah. <laughs> no, I know she's done some other big movies, but I mean, no, she's a. She's April O'Neil, and she was a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, how do you feel about the? How do you feel about the movies? Do you ever go back and watch? Reese. I mean, I, why am I even asking you this question? You probably like, yeah. I, I watch them every day, but uh, I, I watched them recently, and I like. I love the first movie. The first one's my favorite out of. Uh, I don't like Turtles. The what was the last? The last one was the was it Turtles in Time? Was the last one? Or the went, movie? Like, yeah, when they went back, like in in the. Samurai Days, I forget the name. Oh, the third one. Third yeah. One. yeah. Not, not a fan of that one. Second one. Eh, it, <laughs> you know, the second one was good, but it was like, it was ho- it was way too Hollywood for me. Like, they, you know, they had the bigger budget. It was, you know. Yeah. Really I like the first one because it was like, it seemed like it was like more genuine for me. It was. Like, you know, like, it was a low end budget and... Uh, if that was our first movie, right? Yep, so, yep, yep. I mean, it was amazing uh, to see our, uh, you know, our four half-shelled heroes, you know, on the big screen. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I watch that movie, the first one, probably <laughs> at least <laughs> once a week, right? Not just completely just sitting down and watching it. Sometimes I like to just talk through it in the background, you know, while yeah, I'm cooking yeah. or something like that. Um I adore it. I still think it's funny. The jokes are corny. I'm a corny chick. <laughs> you know, I still laugh. Um, it's a great story. Uh, yeah. So I I watch all, I think I've seen all the movies now. Um, I like to throw in a little controversy and be like, okay, so I, I didn't love the Michael Bay movies, uh, right? Yeah. But I also didn't hate it. Um, we hadn't had a movie in a while. Um, I, I know what he was trying to do. You know, he's trying to bring some more action and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which I thought was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah we didn't like the fact that, you know, they were supposed to be basically dwarfs and they were basically giants. And, you know, their yeah. faces, they looked like aliens. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Um but I didn't hate it. I, di- I didn't hate them. I went to the theaters to see both of them and uh, I didn't leave there like, wow, that was great. But I, yeah. it was, it's always nice to see the turtles some yeah. shape or form. Are you, have you seen this? Uh, they haven't really spoken about it, but it's been like, there's been things popping up here and there. Have you heard about the Seth Rogen Teenage oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles movie? Teens in Mayhem, I believe yes. is what is it, it's called. No one does... I haven't seen anything new on it. I have no clue what it is. If it's going to be an animated type of movie, it's going to be see. Is it going to be real? Like, is it going to be more geared towards like the earlier? It looks like. Um, I want to make sure I use the correct wording. It looks like it's going to be like a CGI type thing. Um, Hopefully, better than the Michael. Oh Bay. yeah, it's already <laughs> looking. You know, totally way better than Michael Bay's. Um, you know, it's it's. I feel like the turtle fans are, you know, just chill out, right? Just let yeah. Seth do his thing. Okay, we love Seth. Okay, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, he's not gonna. He's an '80s baby too. You yep. know, he's funny. Um, let him do his thing. I know people are concerned. <laughs> okay, I'm a huge Donatello fan. Yep. I give zero fucks that he's wearing Donatello's wearing glasses again. Like. 
Yeah. Who cares? I mean, they're really trying to emphasize that he's the brainy one of yep. the bunch. Yep. This is cool. Um, they're really pushing towards uh, teenager voices, um, that okay. the turtles are going to be teenagers. Uh, so that's cool. And then there's like light talk of uh, Michelangelo might be uh, a fan of the uh, marijuanas. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was going to say there has to be, I'm not sure what this movie's going to be rated. I'm assuming yeah. it's going to dare towards the maybe PG 13 ish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, but, I'm uh... curious. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I, I, I think it's hilarious. You know, uh, he's supposedly he's the party dude. So let him be yeah. the party dude, right? So why are we tripping off of that? I'm yeah. curious if um, you saw the trailer for uh, Super Mario World, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So it looks like Super Mario World uh, is appealing to children, but some of the you know the language and the jokes yeah. and the goose eggs to uh, you know, uh, giving homage to um, the older Super Mario World games. Yep. Like, that's all for adults, right? That's yeah. that's for us. So I'm wondering if the Ninja Turtles is going to have that kind of deal where the new heads and the old heads can find a common ground on, li- on liking the movie. Because I feel like the way that Super Mario World trailer is, yeah, everyone is going to adore it from all age groups. Um, yeah. I'm, I don't know if you can do that with a pothead in Ninja Turtles, I mean, but I'm not concerned about it. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. If, it, if it's one thing that Seth uh, Rogen t- can do, it's definitely appeal to the older and younger crowd, especially <laughs> with like, you know, movies with like Superbad. Um, right. He was, yes. he was a part of Freaks and Geeks, that show, too, which which dealt with, you know, being a teenager and stuff like that. So I think I, I think he'll, you know, I, I, I'm intrigued just to see like what this version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be like, if they're going to, re- if he's going to really focus on those different personalities, right? like really yeah. hard, like, like if Michael is going to be a party dude, like full on party guy, like yeah. maybe drink, maybe, maybe have some alcohol. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he's gonna- do it. <laughs> maybe show they're up drunk. Teenagers, I <laughs> right? I mean, they're curious, you know, they're out having fun. I mean, I would love to see that part, like where, you really can not just use your imagination, but see it on screen and relate to yes. those personalities. I think it'd yeah. be cool. I feel like Ra- Raphael's going to be like, you know, obviously he was like kind of sarcastic in the original movies, That's but jackass. I feel like this yeah. is going to be like real, like he's going to go full on, like just be a complete douchebag to right. everybody. Okay, so <laughs> to have a complete like New York accent. And then how come the other brothers don't like, yeah, that's I- weird. <laughs> That was kind of strange. They all need to have some kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they're all from New York, then they all need to sound like from New York. I mean, Raphael can be a little bit more gangster than the rest of them because he doesn't yeah. care. Like, they should He's each have, like, like a, a maybe a borrow they each. Like, one's a Brooklyn yeah. turtle, one's a Bronx turtle. <laughs> one's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? They had a queen. Let's go. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, uh, that'd be interesting. I'm actually... I, I actually can't wait to see what... Uh, what they do, but um, another thing I want to ask is Donatello. Why? Yeah. I mean, I had a th- I had a theory that it was mainly because of Corey Feldman, but I could be wrong because he like <laughs> maybe Corey Feldman's voice is because that's what's when I hear Donatello, I don't think of anyone can play Donatello. I, I can hear any voice actor, even in the eighties, like the the cartoon. No. it's Corey Feldman just sticks in my mind. Oh, that voice, it's etched in my mind forever. 
as Donatello. I will tell you. <laughs> so it's been Donatello since 1987. I went to the toy, uh, retro toy con in South Carolina a couple months ago where I got to finally meet all of the voice actors from the cartoons, the original awesome. ones. When Barry Gordon said, hi, this is Donatello, I <laughs> almost melted right in front of him, which was awkward because his wife was behind him. Oh, man. I, I mean, the way that I was just like stargazed, and I do not get that way with celebrities. Like, yeah. I do not care. But Barry Gordon, <laughs> it's- with his adorable 87 or however old he is, dude, <laughs> I was like... That is my guy. It, it's always been Donatello, always. I have just, when I sit back and like think about, you know, really like why, um, it wasn't just like the color, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're a chick, so you just like the color purple. Yeah. No, I've always been an athlete and, um, you know, my my time was always consumed with sports after school. Um, even, you know, during school and I, so I was not like the smartest kid, right? I wasn't dumb. Like I was like a B average student, but I was just, I was just an athlete. I was just good at I've, any, any, any sport you put me on, I will figure it out and I will be one of the top athletes, but academics, I just get bored. I've got like ADD and stuff like that. So I think I was it started off with just really wanting to relate to someone that could figure it out mentally all the time. Like, I just thought that was so cool. Like this dude is so fucking smart, you know, like I really wish I could be that smart. And um, yeah, I started to like gain attraction for like nerds and everything, which is <laughs> Didn't really work out the way you think it was because they would always be intimidated by me. But dude, yeah. like, <laughs> Mark, I was just, I love, you know, someone that can, you know, just be smart and can figure out yep. stuff and just not have to be so forceful physically, everything yep. Um, yep. that they do. So it's, yeah, it's always been Donatello. Corey, Corey Feldman's dope. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> not throwing shade on that. I, of course, I love Corey, but. Barry Gordon, his voice. <laughs> you want to figure out a way to to take me out? I mean, get Barry <laughs> Gordon to sing me a song, and I'm I'm there. <laughs> so, anyone out there, if you could do a a uh, Donatello impression, uh, just uh, send <laughs> hey. send a send a voice uh, message in our DMs, and uh, you might have a chance there. <laughs> yes, I will respond right away. Right away. <laughs> No, that's that's awesome, and uh, you did mention your your brother too earlier. Um, does like when did he is he is he part of this like like collecting and stuff like that? Is he is he full on in with you, or is he kind of like you know kind of um, tolerates it <laughs> essentially? Not, well, <laughs> see, it's different for him because he um, his <laughs> trying to be polite. Um, I'll just say they have limited space in their home, right? Yep. And uh, his wife may or may not control what he can bring into the house. <laughs> so he has Fair limited enough. space. Um, 
I will say this though, his passion for Ninja Turtles and his turtle choice as Leonardo um, is just as intense as mine is. Um, and uh, he recently uh, has decided to change careers. And so um, he has more time on his hands and he's just now starting to hop on the social media, you know, train with collecting. Um, Cause he was, he's like me. I really had no idea. I honestly thought that not only was I one of the few black women, you know, in love with Ninja Turtles, but I literally thought I was like the only Ninja Turtle loving fan in the world up until I discovered Instagram. So yeah. Instagram really like blew my mind away. Um, and so he's just now jumping into that world. So I don't know. Um, you'll probably be seeing, you know, if you follow me, then you you see that I'm, you know, trying to push his content as well in my stories. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I expect to see more of him. Like, I just feel like he's now feeling a little bit more free to kind of spread his wings and see how welcoming uh, the collecting community is, the, the toy community is, and of course the Ninja Turtle community. Um, everyone is just so, you know, awesome because we just all share the same passion, yep, you know, yep. one way or another. It's, it's geeking out. And uh, he's seeing me immersed in this world. And so um, he's a little jealous, but uh, he, he's trying to get into it. <laughs> it is. You, I mean, you do, if you, you know, you definitely, if you go to like your IG page and you scroll through, it is, you do, if you were, if you are a collector in general, it doesn't matter what you're collecting, figures, comic books, whatever. You, and you see like a page like yours, you do get like envious. You're like, damn, I wish I had all that. Look at that. Geez, look at, look at that. Look at that setup. Like just like, just seeing that stuff. I mean, me, I'm like, uh, I mean, I'm a geek nerd at heart, whatever you want to call it. So anything yeah. like anything visual like that, I'm always like intrigued by it. Not that I actually like want it. It'd be cool to have right. like yeah. all that stuff. But like, it's just like just being able to see right. uh, that that's the that's that Yep. And that's yeah. especially like someone like you, like you said, uh, just, you know, black woman uh, collecting me. Um, I don't see. So that's the other thing. Like you don't see a lot of uh, like black collectors. I don't see a lot of no. them as well. That's very, very far. Like pretty much you and then like <laughs> me and then like the few people I know in, in like in the, in the collecting community, but it's very like, it's very a, a small group from what I've seen anyway. Unless It know, is. It's, yeah. it is really, really small. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm about to make something up and you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's just a hunch, but you know, I just feel kind of like, um, you know, we've, I'm saying we, but I'm I'm really speaking for myself. Just as a black woman, um, it took a few years for me to just be comfortable with, you know, just being who I am. And yeah, I'm female and black, but I'm also a corny ass dork, you know, like yep. and um and it's okay, you know, to to be me. And I grew up in a predominantly white um environment and just because of my skin tone, you know, people were intimidated by me and thought that I was some hard ass chick. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not about that life at all. You know, you see my face. I'm too cute. Like, I'm not I'm not with the shit. I don't want any problems. Um, I would just, you know, rather play with, you know, my toys and stuff like that. So um, I'm sh I know that there's a lot more. Uh, I've started 
really trying to dive into going to more comic cons and meeting, you know, more black people um, that are like me. And it doesn't have yeah. to be Ninja Turtles, but just just geeking out over whatever, you know, your thing is. I'm I'm not into Funkos, but when I see people with hella Funkos, I mean, I respect it. I mean, yep. that's your deal. I get it. So, yeah, there's there, there's there's a lot more of us. They just um, you know, we're like Batman or something in hiding and yeah. stuff. All <laughs> the bat signal to get them out. Yeah, it's it's weird cuz I I'll go on like TikTok and stuff like that too and like scroll. And I'll see like very obviously, you know, it has to do with algorithms, algorithms and stuff like that. When you're scrolling through, so you might not see everything. But I'll see like a few, like, like, uh, like black collectors. Um, but really, like, you know, just they collect everything. You see, like, a bunch of different things. Like, I've seen black people that collect horror, horror stuff, yeah. so, like you know, horror figures and the you know horror like masks and like they'll have like a whole like horror room and all that stuff. Like, so they are, like you said, they are out there. Yeah. Just for some reason, for me, I mean, my own opinion is i think it's it uh, you gotta try to figure out this, say this cool. like the right way and yeah it's, it's not it doesn't seem like it's for for a black person or it's not cool to collect or be a nerd yeah it's, not, it's, it's, it's nerdy you know um it's, yeah. hey we're we're nerds i mean fuck we had steve urkel and shit like dude, yeah we're didn't, out there. don't people right? like i think I, I, I thought lupe fiasco like pretty much helped us out i thought I mean, I don't want to say, say the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Uh, he, I, he pretty much, I thought he was like one of those like guys that's like a nerdy dude and no one accepted yeah. him. He, like I thought that like, that was a, like, it, it was okay. And it, like names like that actually helped like people like me, even, I mean, even Drake, he's a, he's a, he's a nerd. He's not, he's not the super hardest nerd. dude ever. He's a corny yeah. dude. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I mean, he's a super nerd. Yeah. So like, just, I, I figured like you, you see guys like that, um, you know, be out there and, you know, show their true personalities, but it's still kind of like a hidden thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Like I want to do something where what you know, I wanna... the, the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. It's like, it's like, you don't like you, like, I don't know. It's like, it, they don't want to be seen. Like I want to, I want to like start something where like, I want to start like a, like a, like a black collectors, like, like not like a union, but like a, you know, like a, like a crew or something like that. Just like, yeah, doesn't matter what yeah. you like. It could be wrestling figures. It could be, you know, like you said, pops, it could be, TMNT, Transformers, whatever, whatever collected, comic books, whatever you want. Like, and just be able to like showcase your collections. Like, cause that's what people that want to see. That would be awesome. Sign yeah. me up if you ever do that, dude. Sign me yeah. up. I've, I've joined, um, you know, like blurred stuff and, yep. you know, all that kind of, but blurred is a lot of blurreds are in anime and, um, yeah, I missed that that's one. another thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's something, you know, to geek out on, but, you know, I can't, I just, I haven't, um, but you know, I did this, uh, this documentary I was getting, well, I was, before I did it, uh, this guy, he was a white guy, um, and he was doing a documentary on collecting and, um, he's traveling all over, you know, the United States. And then when he was supposed to come out my way, <laughs> uh, I had some stuff come up. So I was like, eh. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this documentary um, when you get out here. And he was like, no, he was like, I don't care if I have to stay out there longer or whatever. But he was like, my documentary is full of all white guys. He was like, I need something <laughs> different. <laughs> and he's a white guy. So it's okay that he said that. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. 
Yeah, you you do need some flavor <laughs> up in there. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, that, that's the other thing too. Like, not nothing against you know anyone that watches anime, but I feel like the black people that watch anime is more accepted <laughs> in the they nerd world than what anything. I don't, what is that? What is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to start a like beef it. or anything, but what I, I see that a lot. Like, it's okay for like you know for them to like showcase their love for anime but like if right if i show my showcase my love for wrestling it's like what the hell are you yeah it's like uh, no that's not that? real what are you talking about it's like what do you mean it's not real you're watching the animated people do powers and stuff like that. that's even <laughs> bigger than what i watch the anime, the, <laughs> anyone can hit up my dms if you feel different but when, when i go into a podcast right and mention that I'm not really into anime. It is yeah. a shit show. Dude, I'm just like, okay, when did I have to be into anime because I'm black? Like, yeah. The funny thing is, like, when I was in, like, in high school and stuff like that, I was really into anime, like, watching <laughs> an, like movies, not like really series and stuff like that, mainly like, yeah. I just love the art style. I love the, right. you know, the stories and stuff like that. Um, and me coming from, like, you know, reading comic books and stuff like that. I was just like really into like comic book type art. I still am actually I follow a lot of comic book artists and stuff like that too. But that's, I mean, I kind of fell away from it. I really didn't get into it. Kind of got into like Dragon Ball and all that stuff, but then fell out of it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I did really like, you know, there's, it's it's like way, the culture is like way like bigger now than, you know, It's back, so back huge, yeah. dude. I was making fun of my brother for decades. Cause I was like, <laughs> what the hell is that, bro? You don't even know what the hell they're saying, dude. And then um, <laughs> fucking Instagram was like, no, uh, anime yeah. is ridiculously huge in numbers. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm the outcast. Oh, okay. My bad. So I got to start two groups. I got to start a black collectors one and then an anti, a black anti anime group. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hell it, yeah. um, actually, you know, I'm going to bring it back a little bit because you kind of mentioned something on, you know, going on Instagram and not seeing like a lot of, you know, black collectors. Do you see, like, I've interviewed uh, f- maybe a couple of uh, ladies. So, there's a lady on IG called Over the Moon Salt. She does um, she does her like cosplay, like wrestling cosplay, and she does other okay. cosplay and stuff like that. Um, and she, you know, she does her own wardrobe. She makes everything and does everything herself. So uh, she was pretty awesome. And then um, just recently, there's a girl called the Pretty Fig Collector, um, where she she's in California as well. Which is so I, I so on this show, I've interviewed three people from California. So but you're the third. Which Are is, you serious? Uh, it's, it's it's strange. Um, wow, that's a, strange because I cannot meet anyone from California. <laughs> for I mean, it's just so everyone I meet is just like East Coast. So again, you know, I'm feeling like, dude, am I the only one out here? <laughs> no, I mean, the, the, and now she's she's awesome. Um, her name's Tia. Her real name. Uh, she said it on the show. She said it was fine to say it. But uh, <laughs> she she's awesome. I mean, definitely. I mean, definitely reach out to her. She's like she. She actually has like her own like uh, there's a site called Ringside Collectibles that sells like you know all wrestling figures and stuff like that. She has her own code and she posts all. Wow, it's, okay, cool. There's a lot of like reels and stuff like related to figure collecting. So I interviewed her just because of that because she's taking like you know as as a female in that in the collector realm like she's you know using like what we're doing now with like TikTok and stuff like that like all those like you know all those like the voiceovers and all that stuff. But she's relating it to 
collecting, which I which I thought was pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And, uh, the other person from California, which is kind of like a close friend of mine, his name's Figure Kingdom. He uh, he's a photographer, a figure photographer. Um, he does pretty much mostly uh, wrestling because he he works with a lot of like he works with Mattel and Jazzwares and all these other companies, but he does other uh, figure photography as well. And uh, you know he's he's awesome too. Like I, I mean, there's a lot of great a lot of great people that you can network and find. Yeah, that I like I that are like to. Yeah, I yeah. mean, God, it's just I it's just often I feel like I'm in a bubble, and the people that you know hit me up on my DMs mostly, you know, they're just fans. They're not yeah. collectors, right? Um, you know, not just fans of me, but you know, just yeah. fans of Ninja Turtles or yeah. um. But they're not like collectors, so I'm just you know I'm out here in the West Coast, just you know, chilling. <laughs> like I said, it's it, you know just like scrolling through like Instagram. I you know that's I came up. I think you were like a suggestion or something like that from something someone else. Right, I thought. Instagram. So that, that's how that's how I that's how I found you, and I was like, holy crap! I was like, this I was like this collection is insane. I was like, but then you know obviously I didn't start the show yet. Um, so I wasn't really get looking to like interview anyone or anything like that. I was yeah. like, more, more like a fan. I was like, holy crap. I was like, there's another one. And like with, you know, <laughs> when I, when one. I met, uh, when I met, uh, Sheena, Chick Foley back way back. In, oh my God. How, how many years it's been now? 2017, 2016, maybe I started following, following her account and then like becoming friends with her and stuff like that. And eventually doing a podcast with her. Like she, she was like the only woman I seen collecting. Like she wow. was the only like back like in early like I said twenty fifteen twenty sixteen, she was like you know posting like her wrestling figures and like posting wrestling stuff and I'm like there's a woman I was like there's an actual woman out there that's like that still watches wrestling like what the hell and she collects actual <laughs> yeah. wrestling figures so like you know just that was intriguing enough and then you know just becoming friends with her like I said so on and so forth but then like then seeing you and then seeing you know the pretty fig collector and like so do you. What I'm getting to is, do you see a lot of like a lot more women collecting? Because I I see like a lot of comic book uh, women out there too that have like you know comic book shops and like they post that type of stuff. So are you seeing that across your social media travels or no? Uh, like you your alg- algorithm like really strict. I have, strict, to, I have strict. to really. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta. I have to search for it. Um, not across my feed. Um, but on TikTok, people send me, you know, I, I did not send out a PSA that said, help me find other yeah. female collectors, but <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason, you know, people are just like, oh, here's a female. She's cool. You should check her out. But, you know, inside I'm like, well, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, but Instagram reels, right. I'll come yeah. across collectors, but not on like just my feed where, you know, where they're just pushing suggestions. Yeah. I don't get um female collectors i'll get female gamers yes um, we'll get into that which is uh you know also something that i'm into and another thing for a while that i felt like i might be the only woman especially black woman on earth that plays games um and then you know discovering twitch and all that kind of stuff and seeing i mean they've got black girl gamers and all types of crazy stuff um it's amazing but essentially you know the long way getting to it is i yeah, I have to be in a mindset and be like, okay, I'm going to search for, you know, some females to stalk and see if they want to, you know, be cool because it's just not, at least for me, um, it's just not being pushed in front of me yet, which is kind of odd because, um, you know, with the way that my uh, 
pl- social media platform is set up, you know, I, I think my my groups, my target group audience is pretty solid, um, but I'm just yep. not seeing it. You know, I'm seeing yep. a lot of huge um, white gamers, you know, but they've got massive yep. accounts like I don't. You, you can't really connect with most people that have massive accounts, yeah, right? Exactly. They're, they're, they're massive. I want to talk to, you know, the, the smaller accounts like myself and yeah. get to know them. And I, I think one of the, this year, the coolest thing was when I went to uh, Comic-Con, Granite State Con in Massachusetts and uh, yeah, and just having people come up to me and being like, "Holy shit, you're Queen G." Yeah, <laughs> not, not the fandom part, but the fact that we were we knew each other from social media. Yep, and uh, we're all in here loving and geeking out on Ninja Turtles. I just thought that was so cool to meet these people on social media and then meet them in real life. I would love to do more of that, but yeah. with females and then yeah. you know all females would be awesome black females would be great you know that yeah. would be really cool yeah uh, maybe in my future yeah no I, I i that was the other part that's definitely something i want to jump into because i see that you're a um <clears throat> as far as you know video games and stuff like that definitely a big retro great gamer uh, i noticed as well uh, an old soul <laughs> yes and i i, I actually though it's funny I, i'm not sure if you know how you know AI works and social media and all this stuff. I actually caught a uh, a reel of someone showing that on the game Duck Hunt. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah did, yeah. yeah. did you know that you the second controller could control the duck? I did not learn that until <laughs> earlier this year. I'm like, are you serious? I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> Why did they keep these type of? Was it in the instruction manuals and we just no. weren't reading it? I Probably mean, not. No. I but I haven't tested it yet. Have you tested it? I I, I haven't tested it yet, real? but I think it would be pretty fun to like actually play the game with two people now because obviously you're playing with one person. But yeah. if the other person controlling the duck, like up, down, left, right, and you know yeah. moving it around, so you can't that. I think that'd be pretty cool to to try out. But yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I don't have a console, a NES console, <laughs> so you can check it out. I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, I think you have one, which you probably do. Because I see I you have do. the power glove as well. I do have the power glove. Yes. Yes. That beautiful piece of trash. But I have it <laughs> and I needed to have it. <laughs> that reminds me of the movie. Um, was it The Wizard it was called? It was an the 80s Wizard. movie. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the prod- like the video game prodigy kid. Yes. The power glove was like the big finale of the – it was like – it was like this, like it was like it was a holy grail essentially for video games. It was like holy crap, yeah. you can actually control stuff with your hands. And nowadays, you're just like that's <laughs> that's whatever. Yeah, but it, I mean, still though, when you see the power glove, regardless of you know, it wasn't the best, but it's it, yeah. it really was like not everyone could get you know the power glove. I, I could get a one. hot commodity. <laughs> yeah. Nope. My parents nope. wouldn't buy me one. I was like, I don't understand. You know, my dad was like, the controllers aren't broke. Why do you need a new one? Like, <laughs> exactly. Bro. They were a lot tougher back than the controllers. Do you, nowadays, you can like, I mean, I smashed a few in my day with a, out of frustration, especially the early yeah. PlayStation ones. They're so frail and flimsy. Like if you whipped one across the room, it was going to shatter like glass okay. pretty much. <laughs> that is the reason why I stopped playing uh, Madden. 
for a while because um, I was just throwing controllers across the room like it was nothing. <laughs> like. Well, there's a video that you have like that I seen. It's like a, I think you go on like your um, your page there, and you can see like a clip of you playing Madden. I guess oh. somebody, but you dominated though. Like, oh yeah, you- well, dude was talking mad shit, and <laughs> he wanted to beat me on my stream, so I was like, no, bro. And uh, yeah, that game is one of the few games that I <laughs> <laughs> I will say a lot of things. I guess is what I say, <laughs> and I I'm not a sore loser. Like I take L's all the time, but there's something about Madden. I think it's because I love football. Yeah, and um, I just okay. So if you're like, let's say you have a receiver, you know your receiver's going out, yeah. and you know like you're stressed. So you you have a wide receiver on the Y button, but you fuck around and press A. So yeah, on X. Oh, it's the worst. That kind of stuff. Because my <laughs> brain was like, oh, we about to get this dub, right? Yeah. But my fucking hands, right? So <laughs> just be like, that game will stress me out. I had to stop playing it because I was just buying new controllers. Uh, my brother and I, we would always rage. Like we used to play Madden since like '92. Like, and that was Damn. the thing when we got home from yeah. school was playing Madden, and we had to be very careful, right? We had a pillow. We put pillows on the floor so we could chuck the controllers at the yeah. pillow because if we threw it across the wall, our asses were getting whooped. You know, we weren't doing that. But yeah, I oh my god, I I'm I love sport games. But my heart is really in, um, you know, retro games—the games that we grew up on. Oh yeah, definitely. And when when did you? What year did you start playing Madden? Is it more recent or was it <laughs> back way back? Oh yeah. Well, God, I don't know if you consider it way back. Um, I want to say I quit like in two thousand eight. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I had a game. I threw a controller across the room, and I almost hit my dog. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is <isn't> worth <laughs> this is getting it. dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I posted a video um, on my Patreon. Uh, somebody asked me, you know, what, about one of my worst dates, and one of my worst dates was going over to you know this dude's house, and he wanted to play Madden, and I whooped oh, his boy. ass, and yeah, and he essentially kicked me out at gunpoint to get out of his house. Oh for my God. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been my lesson right then and there to stop playing that game. But um, oh I quit in God. 2008, like quit, quit. And then last year I started to dabble back in it because yeah. I do miss the competitiveness and I miss football. What other sports games do you play besides, man, do you like? I used to play wrestling. Um, my brother got really good at like, a wrestling game, uh, Super Nintendo, and that was when I quit because uh, he, would, <laughs> he would murder me. Um, I don't play basketball as much. I used to play basketball. I think I stopped playing basketball <laughs> after NBA Jam. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's- <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago. Baseball. I'll play baseball. Um, I like baseball. I still play baseball games to this day. Uh yeah, it's pretty much just a baseball and football. Um I was I adored uh was it like Fight Night stuff like yes. that? Yes, oh my god. I bet, yeah, I actually own that on uh I have the Xbox. Yeah, uh, that I actually game purchased was it. So hard. I mean yeah. the graphics, I mean now they look like eh, but back then those graphics looked I so still good. Play it. 
I love yeah, it. It's, it's uh, the, a good game. Yeah, Fight them. Night Champion, I think it is the last, the latest one you can buy, on which was like yeah. the very last one that they had. The story mode, the last, right. the yes. last dude is the hardest. <laughs> like, were you ever any good at like Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Yes, yeah, I was good at that. We used to <laughs> I was garbage. So we uh on Fight Night, we used to me and my friends, we used to go on Xbox Live when uh, the 360 was around. Uh, yeah, we used to. So we used to play against each other, play fight and stuff. But then we'd go online, right? And we would play against people. But we would each round we would take the controller. So every time that obviously it was one person playing, but we'd be playing with we all played differently. Like I, I was more of like a defensive uh, counter puncher. Um, my friend was more aggressive with a style, like kind of like stalking down. Confusing. So like yeah, so each time, <laughs> each round we'd all just switch a controller. So the person on the other end's like. How the hell what does this dude like hell? adjusting? <laughs> we used to get so many. We he's he used to have a surround sound, and we just we didn't have like the headset in, so you could hear like the audio, dude. We'd get so many, just so <laughs> many profanities thrown at us. Like what the hell? No, they, how could you, how'd you do that? And then we'd just be all laughing, like oh my god, there's more than you. There's one. In, there's not more. There's only one. I thought there was one person. And you're like, nah, it's three of us, dude. That is crazy. That's a good yeah. idea, though. Imagine doing that with Madden technique. Imagine doing that with Madden because everyone plays Madden differently. Yeah, you know, yeah. You get someone might be doing that on the other end. You never know. They could be. If someone ever like really, you know, you got this person, and then then for some reason the next play. They play yeah. a little different. It might be someone else on the other control. Bro, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, Early catfishing on uh, Xbox Live. <laughs> okay. That was dude. the first. <laughs> Sorry to you know, kind of you know scare you with that, but it could be happening on the uh, on oh, the I other end. Um, never thought of that. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite console right now that you're playing right now? Is it? Oh gosh, well. Uh, at this very moment, um, it's actually Nintendo Switch. If you had asked me like a couple months ago, it had been Xbox. Um, I fell hard into um, RPGs and uh, mostly, um, you know, exclusive Nintendo type stories like Fire Emblem and stuff like that. Um, I adore Octopath. I was playing that on Xbox, but... I travel quite a bit, and uh, the Nintendo Switches is easier for me to travel and to keep playing my games. Yeah. Um, oh, other than that, I have an Xbox, and I don't know what the deal is. I'm I'm not a PlayStation gamer. I, everyone tells me I need to be a PlayStation gamer. Um, I don't have beef with PlayStation. I just I don't have space for another console. When I'm playing basically the same damn games on the Xbox, I yeah. go to my friend's house to play um, PlayStation exclusives. Like, I really want to jump into those whole God of War thing and, yep. you know, um, Racket and Clank or whatever the hell, those type of games. Um, the Last of Us. I would love to, but I'm not going to buy a PlayStation for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I play Xbox. But, yeah, my go-to really right now is Nintendo. And, and that's basically mostly because of traveling. Yeah. Um I'm traveling every month now, so uh I love Nintendo. And then, you know, I keep telling people, dude, I'm loyal as fuck. Okay. So I have been a Nintendo girl since nineteen what eighty nine. Okay, so you can't tell me shit about anything else. <laughs> fuck Sega, 
fuck Sega. Sega came out and was trying to, you know, do all, try to bump Nintendo off the thing. Yep. Where is Sega now? They're gone, and they're yeah. uh, you can play Sega games on a Nintendo. So, um, you know, it's it's one of my flaws. I'm I'm too loyal. You won't ever catch me playing Sega in my house. Um, <laughs> you know, PlayStation came in and did the damage with Nintendo as well. So yeah. maybe I hold a little grudge against PlayStation, but. Yeah, I'm a Nintendo fangirl all the way through and through. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I mean, I was the same way. I only, I never, never had Sega. That, that was like my my cousins and stuff like that. They were the Sega, Sega people. I was always Nintendo through and through, all the yeah. I mean, all the way till. I mean, I don't, I, I don't have a Switch, but um, I wish I did. But that's probably gonna be my my next thing because I do have a an ad, I mean, it's 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 nostalgic at the same time, but that's what you you know grew up with is is Mario, yeah. like Mario's. It's never gonna go anywhere. Like not going anywhere. He'll, he'll be yeah. around. You know, Princess will be around. Luigi will be around. Like they'll they'll all be they'll be around forever. They're not they're not going anywhere. Yeah, like, they're iconic. It's just one of those things, like you said. The especially with the movie coming out, that's gonna be like that's gonna push it even more forward. Actually, you know what? I, I want to bring it back to the movie real quick because I had a uh, my friend hates the fact that Mario does not have the signature Mario voice, and it's Chris Pratt just doing. Chris Pratt as the it's just Mar it's basically Chris Pratt instead of Mario and he yeah. hates it okay, so much. So I have mixed feelings <laughs> about that. I think I I respect all of us older you know uh, fans that want to hear you know woo it's a me a Mario yeah yeah. <laughs> do you really want to hear that for two hours? No. Do you not really want to hear him say that for two hours? And I also think. Um, I didn't get to quite get to see, uh, you know, the little tweets and stuff like that from the guy who voiced, you know, the original Mario's. I'm not sure that he was asked, but at the same time, I mean, you got to think about this. This is a movie that's coming out that is touching base on childhood, you know, yeah, yeah. memories. And they only, they only got one shot to do this right. We have what? two do we have two mario movies before and they were both kind of yeah. like eh. yeah. so yeah. we got to use a voice um still that can cater to a mature audience um you know and a and a younger audience so i'm not upset about the chris pratt thing um yeah it would have been cool if he had a cameo in there and you know did some stuff but i'm not yeah. sure for the level I guess a maturity of the movie that his voice would be a good fit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, look at the other characters. I mean, Princess Peach is uh, the chick that plays her from, um, you know, the, the chess game and all these dope gangster ass movies. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> a fucking savage. You can tell. Yeah. She's not going to be fucking around with a dude that's got a high ass voice. <laughs> right. So I, I, I think I, that's everyone just chill out. Let's, let's see the movie first. And yep. then, you know, Say what needs to be said. I do. I do love Charlie Day as uh, as Luigi, though. Um, that's perfect. That's it, that's Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's it's good. That's I mean, yeah, he was he was going on. He had like a whole rant on like why isn't why do you even try to do like an accent or try to do like change his voice up a little bit? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I can't. Tell. I don't know. I don't know what the I wasn't in the uh, in the meetings when they were uh, pitching this movie, so I have no clue what they were doing. But uh, I, I could see his I could see his pain. You know, if it's just you know Chris Pratt as 
Mario yeah. really, you know. They also took away Mario's ass. Did you see that? Yes, yeah, that was a big uh, controversy on the uh, on social media. Um is was that is that really a big deal? Are they going to like It wasn't um to me. Uh yeah. but um <laughs> <laughs> You know, I guess it, you know they want to see uh, that Mario with that ass. Like, oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, really, this is a problem for us. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. He, yeah, we don't. We're not going to get to see uh, Mario with uh, thick with two C's. Sorry, sorry, right? it's not. It's and not that happening on his back, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the you know what I'm surprised is you know they didn't really cater to how they did with the Sonic movie. I mean, the, the with the first they had that first trailer of Sonic the Hedgehog, and it looked like awful, and he had like human teeth and everything. Yeah. They actually like went back and changed the movie, like they changed like, yeah. what it like, and it was actually better that they did it. But I don't see them doing that with Mario. They're not gonna. Yeah, I'm not sure that they will. But who put knows? A booty on him, give him a give him a BBL before the uh, <laughs> before the movie starts. As long as the thighs <laughs> match, okay. Just make sure the thighs match. Yeah, That's yes, he can have he can have straight legs, and then he has to have like hips. They have to actually at least at least right? give him hips. Something. <laughs> I'm not hating on the BBLs, by the way. I'm just saying it looks better when the thighs match. So. Yeah, no, exactly. So yeah, Mario, whoever's doing the Mario movie, yeah, if you're listening, uh, make sure <laughs> make sure everything's in proportion make sure, to <laughs> make sure the thighs match. We don't need we don't need any uh. Potatoes with like uh, <laughs> toothpicks on the bottom or anything like that. We don't need that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so for you know, I see that also with the you know I, I know you have a, you have that Twitch channel and you I see that you were playing the um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, uh, what the hell is the title of it? it was it uh, the the like it's all the greatest hits. Cowabunga collection. Yes, yes. Why can't I think? I couldn't think of that. Um, it has the the Nintendo game on there. <sighs> oh, oh yes. my god! I get it nightmares does. looking at that game. So I get. I have nightmares. Of the cool things about that thing, uh, about that coming out oh, is they have a um, a PC mode, right where. If you get stuck at a certain part in the level, you can click over and the computer will take over and it will show you how to get past uh, where yours uh, Right. Oh so many of us who were traumatized by the, the first Ninja Turtle game and got stuck wherever we got stuck, the water levels are just Oh my, going Yeah, the sewer the level. Map. I never got past it. That was, yeah. was, was at end of my career right there. For, uh... You can now <laughs> play that game. And have the computer help you out, so we don't have to be traumatized by this game anymore. <laughs> oh, it's good to know. Oh my God, thank you, thank you, technology for for yes. doing that. I, I see that, but I wanted to buy this. Yeah, I wanted to buy it. I know it has the um, like the arcade game and stuff like that too. But yeah, that Nintendo game. I I just right when I seen that, like just the screen caps of it, I just had uh, <laughs> just horrible Still. flashbacks of uh, of my childhood, and I was just like that. The sewer level, I just couldn't get past it. And it's it so hard. haunted me forever, and it never I mean, wanted if, to go if back. If we play it. really go back and think, you know, think about it, a majority of the games uh, released by Nintendo were just crazy hard. Yes, um, yeah, that's and for true. whatever reason, I think it's because that's all that we had at then. Yeah, um, it became a staple of our lives and a favorite, but not a favorite. Like like Battletoads, dude. Battletoads is 
I love Battletoads. So damn hard. I yeah. adore that game. <laughs> yeah. It's it one of the hard. first games I think about with Nintendo. I love it. But when I go back and play it, I'm like, why? This game is hard <laughs> as fuck, dude. It's so hard. I yeah, love now, it. I love all Battletoads. Yeah, it's crazy like how games like nowadays are like, not that they're easier to play or easier to like, you know, I mean, they, I think they are actually easier to like, you know, complete than they were back back in the day. They were just like, oh, yeah. With I was not completing games. games. Like <laughs> I was, I was okay with being that gamer that started a game and never finished it. And yeah. now I'm like, mm, you can you you can beat this game. I mean, you can beat it. But if I beat a game uh, in the Nintendo days, dude, I was the shit, right? But. That didn't happen very often. Like these games were just like so crazy hard. And then on top of being hard, uh, what? uh, Sometimes we had continue. Sometimes we didn't. So if you didn't beat it in in your first three lives, it's a wrap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Same thing with like Mario too. Like like you'd have to like literally stay up all night to try to beat Mario the first first Mario game. Yeah, because you couldn't. You couldn't stop it because you'd have to start no. over again. Yeah. <laughs> there was no saves. You weren't that saving shit. Actually, um, <laughs> so I I posted a reel about that and um, I thought it was funny, but <laughs> I guess a lot of people um, had flashbacks, you oh, know, man. like a trauma. <laughs> and um, it was basically me saying um, my brother left the Nintendo on all night trying to save the game and then I shut it off, you know, just because oh, I was pissed off at him. Oh my God, the comments that came in. <laughs> I was like, first of all, you don't know what my brother did to make me want to shut it off. But yeah, I mean, we'd have we'd have to put like a, a jet magazine in front of the power button so that my dad couldn't see that the red light was on. Because if he saw the red light on, He's right? just going to be like, boop, <laughs> shut it off. <laughs> oh yeah, we're not, uh, are, you, are you paying for the energy bill? No. Oh so man. Put a bill, you know, and then my brother would, leave the Nintendo on all night to save a, a, you know, a part in the game because there were no continues. And so I just go and shut that bitch off. Like, oh, no, my I'm, God. I'm playing tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. So heartbreaking. <laughs> That's the worst ever. Oh my God. Um, now we got auto saves and, you yeah. know, all kinds of stuff. So yeah. Auto saves. You can back down. If you, you know, you, you, you delete your account or something like that, you can sign in and it all comes back again. Yeah, us, dude, we're so lazy. <laughs> God. I'm um, not though. <laughs> I need those auto saves. I oh, no, definitely. It. Yeah. I mean, waiting for waiting for a save or like anything like that is just like, especially, I mean, obviously a lot of games now they do auto save, but um, I like to do manual saves sometimes too, just to, you know, I oh, can't yeah. wait for the auto save. Yeah, but, I'll, uh, I'll do my save just in case the auto save don't hit. <laughs> Especially with uh, like games like you know, like Grand Theft Auto, that type of stuff. Like you do a whole mission, it takes you like an hour to do a mission, and then you don't auto save it. You got to go back and do that whole dude. You got to uh, do it again. Yeah, no thanks. Dude, no. we don't have that much time. Like life no. is short, and there's not nope. enough time in the day. If you know. You're trying to do other stuff, work, work yep. out, do whatever, spend time with family. I mean, yeah, no, we don't have time to keep repeating levels. Oh, definitely not. No, not that that's not happening. Um, I want to move on to uh, what do you? What are the what are the other interests besides you know collecting? Like, what do you? What what, what piques your interests? 
Uh, not a whole lot, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty simple. Um, <laughs> you said besides collecting, but I started collecting retro consoles. Because uh, okay. I'm into retro gaming. But I mean, other than that, like when I think about what I want to do with my time and the minimal free time that I get, I try to be in here and playing a game. Um, it's going to the gym, uh, working on myself. Actually, yes, I do have something. I have, uh, it, it kind of goes into collecting though, but I started, <laughs> I started uh, dabbling more into reading comics. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't make enough time to read during the day. And uh, yeah, comics isn't a whole lot of reading, but there's just so many stories out yeah. there. And um, I feel like, you know, as a gamer, as a Ninja Turtle fan, um, as a retro fan, you know, that some of these stories, you know, I'd like to know about that I hear people talk about and I can't participate in the conversation because I didn't read the fucking comics. Yep. Um, so I've started reading comics. I I am collecting all of the original uh, Archie Ninja Turtle comics that are similar to the cartoons. Okay. But um, I am also reading, um, you know, the newer comics, uh, the IDW comics, uh, Saturday morning comics. I read The Last Ronin. Um, I'm trying to learn more about Jenica and her whole story, the female Ninja Turtle. Um, but I'm not collecting those. So okay. they don't count huh. in the collection. But okay. it is an interest of mine yeah. that I'm trying to make time for. Because uh, I want to know, you know, what's going on in these Ninja Turtle universes and stuff like that. Yeah, the last one is an awesome story. If you definitely, yeah, it, it definitely take the time to read that. That's like, it's. It, I never thought I would see like something like that at all. Like where you know. Yeah, and we didn't need it, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's so good. It's like it's uh, like depressing. Almost. It's like a depressing story it's like everyone's dead and it's not yeah, everyone it's obviously but bad story i'm i'm actually getting ready to, to do like a, a brief reel on that because people ask me so much yeah you know what do you think about the last round it is something that i haven't posted about so i don't dig off in their ass when they ask me yeah but um Okay, so I grew up in the 80s. I'm in love with the Ninja Turtles. Uh, why is it difficult for people to see that I'm heartbroken to read a story? <laughs> uh, you know, where they where they all die. Like, I'm a, not a fan of that story. Yeah. I am a fan of um, the creativity. Yeah. I'm a fan of a different story. Yeah, it's like an alternate. And, um, yeah, I'm... And and because of that, I want to start reading more of the, um, you know, some of the other IDW comics because they're darker. Yep. They're, you know, more mature. And again, you know, my personality, dude, I laugh at everything. I crack jokes. You know, I'm just bubbly. So this is different for me seeing the Ninja Turtles in that kind of, kind of light. Yeah, but I'm yeah. open to it. I'm open minded to it. I read the last Ronin. I respect the story. I'm gonna read the sequel, which is the prequel, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's coming out. I'm gonna read that, and uh, yeah, I mean, I guess at some point we got to grow up, right? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the other thing when you see like, uh, like, are you into like any like the Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or you know DC, what they're doing and stuff like that? Have you? 
Follow um, so, you know, like I see movies and stuff, but, um, and I like him as far as getting into the stories, honestly, I feel like I'm so far gone that I can't yeah. catch up. Um, and, and what's going on maybe at some point, uh, you know, maybe I'll jump into some comics and stuff like that, but I, I feel like with all these movies that keep coming off and they're spinoffs off of spinoffs off of spinoffs, I don't yeah. even know where to start, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just lost. Well, the, I mean, the good thing on Disney Plus, um, if you have that, is they have like they have a chronological order of the movies. Do they have that in order? Really? Yeah, they have. They do like so they'll do a chronological. I can't even talk. Chronological version of the like uh, of all the movies, and then they do a theatrical release version, which is basically like how they were released in order because they kind of like jump around a right, little bit yeah. the way they were released. But they they did a. They, there's a playlist of all the movies in in order so that they all go together. Yeah, so they all go like so. Like the very first movie is Captain America: The First Avenger. So that's where like technically the whole thing starts. So it's Captain America, then Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. So it goes down that way, and it kind of pieces it together. But if you were to watch it the theatrical way, it still pieces together, but it it kind of takes you back a little bit to. Yeah, it takes you back to catch up, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking to my homegirl like, "What?" and she's just like, <laughs> "Just wait till you watch the next one; you'll understand." I'm like, "Okay." I mean, the the I mean, the good thing is, like I said, if you watch them, it's gonna take a while because they're like all like five hours every movie. But like, <laughs> right. but it's it it actually helps if you watch it in chronological order because you, then you 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 know you you get it a little bit better. It's like, oh, okay, so. Captain America was the first person that they, you know, they came to for the Avengers team and then so on and so forth. And then you see how Thor got added to it. And you, you'll see like um, Nick Fury, who was Samuel Jackson, start recruiting everyone at the end of each movie. So that kind of okay, makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing him show up at the end of the movies. I'm like, who yeah. is this dude? <laughs> so he's, yeah, it's, it, it gets a little bit more deep, but he's like, you know, he's kind of like the guy that kind of pieced all these different people together like Captain America, Thor, Scarlet and Hawkeye and all these different people. But that first phase of movies is like insane. Like you, I mean, the second phase isn't that great that they're doing like the TV shows and all that stuff. Um, but the first set of it is, is awesome. Definitely uh, watch that, which, I which will. I was trying to say, there's a lot of death in it. That's what, that's what I was going to try to get to. Like you'll start there's to so see death. these characters die and it's like, you kind of get used to it. Like the, the characters that you've seen, all these, it's a, it's a 10 year, it was a 10 year like storyline that they've been doing. So at the end of it, you get to see, well, I mean, you don't want to see. Yeah. It. I got like, thrown into like the end game and I was like, yeah. Oh, what? such a sad movie. Like Spider-Man. I mean, <sighs> so they're all gone, gone for real gone. Well, yeah. Like Captain America's gone. Iron Man's dead. Um, God damn. Uh, Black Panther's dead. In, in the cinematic universe as well. Like they didn't continue on with like, they didn't put a new person in to play him. It's, you know, he's gone. They had a funeral for Wow. Him. So they're not popping up in another movie. Like, no. hey, just kidding. So, I mean, supposedly they might be doing like timelines and jumping around and, you know, you know, dealing with, you know, time travel and all that stuff. But who knows? That's, that's what they usually do. Like DC does that. They have like alternate universes where there's like multiple Supermans and multiple Batmans. Oh my god! See, it gets a little crazy. I, I I haven't been able to follow as much as I want to, but I'm gonna follow when they redo the DC universe, which is what they're doing now. They're kind of like rebooting everything, so I'll follow along then. But other than that, oh well, that was um, very helpful. I'm yeah. going to Disney Plus definitely helps you out. But um, 
So are you into, like, do you watch, like, any other genres of movies? Like, are you into horror, action? Do you watch movies? <laughs> do you care at all? <laughs> yeah, if it's not Ninja Turtle, I give zero fucks. Oh, what the um, hell? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, I, I'm not into horror, right? I, I do not like being scared. I don't. I don't like that shit. I don't, I won't play video games. I played a video game on stream one day. It scared me. I was like, no, <laughs> not, I don't like shit jumping out at me. Um, I don't like a lot of gore. Yeah. I'm like a big sissy chick on that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not into gore. I, I, I like action movies, you know, okay. I'll, I'll watch action movies. Um, and uh, comedy. <laughs> I like comedy. I'm not really a huge romance type of chick. Um, you know, just give me a bag of Ninja Turtles and, you know, we get a crack. <laughs> um, simple. But, yeah, I don't I don't really follow anything specifically. Um, just comedy and action. I'll, I'll watch it. Um, drama every now and then, if it's cool, if it's a good story. Yep. But um, I'm not like, you know, hopping around looking on Netflix to find, you know, a new drama series. It just has to yeah, get yeah. my attention. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching um uh, which is interesting kind of. I'm watching um uh damn, uh Alice in Borderland on um Netflix, which is essentially it's a different kind of like the Squid Games, you know, huh. on um that's it's the same, yeah. It's the same type of premise. They're playing games to save their lives, but it's more of a world instead of them just being thrown into like you know yeah. this arena type deal. Um, I don't like that type of shit, but I like it. <laughs> I mean, I love Squid Games. I mean, I got I, I, I adore Squid Games. Yeah, but I don't see that. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't really gory. It just kind of like sucked. You know? Yeah. I mean. People are getting killed, but it wasn't like cutting legs off. So I'm watching Alice in Borderland. Um, I was watching She-Hulk or whatever. Okay. Yep. Um, but it's got some comedy in it, so you know that that worked well for me. I'm yeah, I'm all over the board. I can't tell you. Are you are. Uh, do you like Stranger Things? Have you watched that at all? Or got? Oh, so I haven't you? watched Stranger Things, and I, I think it's because I tend to get messed up when people hype something up so much yep. that it just turns me off because <laughs> I don't want to classify myself in a group of bandwagons, you know, yeah. like hop in. I did that with um, Game of Thrones. I haven't seen it. See, I never watched Game of Thrones. That was, yeah, <laughs> it. Breaking Bad, I saw it 10 years later. And I love it. I love, yeah, I love Breaking Bad. So yeah, I, love I thought it was great, but I didn't watch it when it came out. Um, I think I'm gonna give Game of Thrones a shot just because I tried. I couldn't get past okay. the first season. That's right. me anyway. That's just me. Oh, I watched the first episode and I was bored. And people yeah. were like, "Uh, you got to keep going." So maybe. yeah. Um, Stranger Things though, uh, it's more kind of sci-fi. Um, me, I think you would like it because it's you know it's set in the '80s. Uh, there's a lot of references to little, literally, like it's all this, that whole show is nostalgic. It's like literally the guys that actually wrote it made it like that on purpose. So they I did not know it was set in the '80s. Yeah, okay. it's in the That's '80s. It's dope. like uh, the first season is I want to say '85 or '86. It's set oh. in or something like that. So like 
there's a lot of like you know references so like it's it's literally just like watching the past it's and they, they reference a lot of like 80s movies like the goodies and you know cool. horror movies and stuff like that like freddy krueger and all that like it, a lot of the episodes are like like they kind of like copied a lot of that stuff to kind of like bring that to the forefront there's a it, it's it's really good i mean i love it and they did a they actually a, they did a crossover with you've probably seen them they did figures uh oh, they yeah. did a stranger things teenage Mutant ninja turtles crossover which yeah. is which is very weird first and foremost but if you read like the back of it they give like a story a synopsis of what happens it's actually it would actually be a pretty cool like animated like a, a cartoon if they ever like went forth with it uh but yeah it's like you know, I think they put Eleven with, um, I want to say Leonardo, and I think they put Hopper, which is like the other uh, main good guy character with uh, Raphael, because they're kind of like the same, you know, angry people, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, yeah. They, like, yeah, there's two more coming, two more sets coming out. But yeah, no, I love, I'm a, I'm a Stranger Things fanatic. I have like the, like the books and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm in. I love it. Oh, it's a book as well. Well, they have, they have like, they have um, graphic novels and stuff like that. Okay. They have like. They have regular, like, you know, chapter books and stuff like that. But they also have, like, you know, behind-the-scenes books, which I have, and stuff like that. Just to give oh, you a little in bit it, more. In it. Oh, no, I love it. I love I love Stranger Things. Because, like I said, it, like, me being an 80s kid, it just brings you back to, like, yeah. those times. It's, like, literally, like, I'm telling you, if you watch it, you'll just get sucked in just for the pure nostalgic fact that it's in the 80s. It doesn't even I, matter about the sci-fi yeah. and, you know, aliens and all that stuff. It's just the actual, like, the language that they use. The rotary phones you see, the, cool. the yellow phone on the wall <laughs> with the cord, yeah. <laughs> like all that stuff. Like it, it's awesome. You'll love it. Video I stores. Definitely check that out. Yeah, I did not know that it was set in uh, the eighties. Yeah, I definitely, you know, I I'm definitely more welcoming into my heart um, if it's got like an eighties theme. Um, did you ever play like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that came out a couple years ago? Yeah. Did you yeah, that game. Yep, dude. Every time that he would flash back, you know, to the '80s and yes. they would play like that type of music. I mean, I was like, oh, he has a what cassette to player. Us? Yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, the, you'll see a lot of that stuff, and that—that's the other thing I loved about. Uh, I love about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is the Guardians of the Galaxy and how that references because everything he knows is from the '80s. Because right, he, that's like that's all he knows. He doesn't know anything else. Like he he's. He left Earth during the eighties, right? So he's stuck in that time. But uh, they actually did a recent. They did a um, a Christmas special. It's a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special on Disney Plus, and um, they actually go back. I think they like they go and kidnap uh, Kevin Bacon, apparently because he's like that's all he. So so Star Lord Chris Pratt all remembers Kevin Bacon from the movies as this like you know savior of of this town that you know he danced. And help this town. Yeah. <laughs> oh my these. God! Is so, this on Disney Plus now? Yeah. So he like he that's what he remembers. He doesn't know he has a he was a kid. He doesn't know Kevin Bacon's a like an actor. He knows right. Kevin Bacon from Footloose and how he you know he danced and he he saved this town from like this evil you know you know sheriff and all this stuff. So like they go and kidnap him to you know bring him back to the you know and then he obviously freaks out because it's aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But the other but on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the first movie, that's how he 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 beats the bad guy at the end. He actually dances and he sings right. just like Kevin yeah. Bacon did. So it's like kind of like a reference to the first 
Guardians of the Galaxy movie, oh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you these like little like homework things to go yeah, out. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited now. I don't have anything to watch, dude. I <laughs> love that. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to hit you up right now and then like give me some. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, I think that's. I mean. I think this might be it. I think that's all. I that's all the questions I had. I don't have anything else. Is there? I mean, I is there think we went a, a pretty good. A yeah, no, we. Right? Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be this long, but I mean, that like I said, this is this is a type of show. If you listen to my show, it's like it, it could go. I think the longest episode I do is two hours, and that was with um, uh, Sheena and her husband Seth, uh, the the co-host of the Chick Foley show, along with myself. Yeah. It was mainly just to like bring them on and like you know talk to them about their you know how they met. You know how they because they've been married for like I think almost I think they said almost like twenty years or some crazy oh. stuff like that high school sweethearts oh um, cool. like and stuff like that so like I asked them about like you know how they met in high school and you know how, like what they were like in high school and all that like right. and they asked them about like you know relationship advice what would they would say to like someone get married or someone that's in a really that type of stuff so like it was it was a cool conversation you know because they we we're always talking about wrestling and figure collecting and all that type of stuff so it was good to like you know, hear, you know, human stuff. Cause they are, you know, they're married couple, they have kids and stuff like that. So it's like good to hear that type of stuff from, you know, right. Yeah. Them, them being together so long and them being able to, you know, shed that type of knowledge and um, stuff like that. So, I mean, Absolutely. That, so that was the longest episode. Cause obviously we have a rapport, so we're going to talk, but like I said, I, I usually, I can, I mean, my thing is I could talk to anybody or I try to anyway. Um, and I think you just proved it. We're going at almost like an hour and 40 minutes right now yeah, for mean, a conversation. So. Easy, just geeking out over stuff. Yeah, so I, I love mean, it. definitely would uh, love to have you back on if you would if you would be so obliged to do so to talk about, you know, other things and, you know, definitely um, connect offline and, you know, try to get that, uh, get that, get that, um, you know, black collector's thing going that's what it, i definitely want to get something like that going. yeah sign me up i am yeah. i am here for it yeah anytime um well not anytime but you know you're busy busy woman i know this i, I know this for a fact uh <laughs> definitely uh but yeah definitely uh, uh plug plug whatever you uh all your socials whatever you have going on Anything oh um yeah, I'm simple. I'm the queen G22 <laughs> across the board. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Yeah, the queen G22. Holler at me unless um, you're on some Sega or Leonardo shit. I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, definitely have to get your um, your Xbox Live gamer tag. I'm assuming it's the same thing. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. To, or it's, not, it's on the it's on the same thing where that um that clip is of me uh doing oh, the owning that dude on uh on Madden <laughs> yeah so it, that that's yeah I was like you know what I mean now that now that you're kind of getting back into it I haven't played in a while so I might have to I'm at the challenge I'm at the challenge yeah, to, uh, let to me practice what's on what's your team what do you what do you, who do you like to play with oh see I'm also very loyal and so I have been a Baltimore Raven fan since I went to school there in 2000 so yep I see that me and Lamar well. Jackson that is it nice okay all right all right um so actually before you go what do you, do you have a you said you like football do you have a favorite football team is it the Baltimore Ravens or is there another another no team I don't there? have a favorite football team but I favor the Ravens um I was a Oakland Raiders season ticket holder, but yep. now that they are no longer Oakland, yeah. I cut ties oh. with them. Dang, what really? Yeah. It's 
never, you know, I'm in, I'm in Northern California, right? So, um, my mother, she's a huge 49er fan, but me, you know, not so much. She's been one, you know, for a decade. She's been through, you know, ups and downs, never been a Niners fan. And, um, yeah, I'm in Northern California. So like, I'm, I don't feel any kind of way against LA teams or anything like that, but yeah, you'll see me cheering for Baltimore whenever yeah. <laughs> they get their get themselves back together. See, I'm a uh, see, I'm a, I, obviously I live in Massachusetts. I do love the the Patriots and stuff like that. But but as a kid, I was a I was a fan of the Raiders. Really? Uh, yeah, because of because of Bo Jackson. Oh, Bo Jackson, well, that's fair. He was my yeah. favorite my favorite athlete. I mean, he still is my favorite athlete of all time. But like just because of him, I just got into watching the Raiders play, and I was that was like my secondary team besides obviously you have to root for your home team all that stuff sure. but Raiders were like I I love the Ra- I, I love them just because like like Bo Jackson would dominate if you haven't watched it if anyone hasn't watched it 30 for 30 the Bo Jackson oh, excellent uh, that dude it's like he's a, he's like a he's almost like if you weren't if you didn't know he was a real person you would think that 30 for 30 was made up like the amount of the amount of feats that that guy did that is inhumanly possible like running from one end of a baseball field to the other. Oh, actually, no, throwing. He threw actually out at the home base from the other end of the field, and he got yeah. somebody out. Like, that's – who does that? Like, he was at the wall, and he threw oh, somebody out. No. <laughs> Insane. And you know what? And they, they that was the only team because I wanted to play with him when I used to whoop ass in Tech Mobile um, on the Nintendo. It was always playing yeah. with Bo. Always. <laughs> always. Um, all right. Like I said, glad to have you. This is awesome. Definitely want to have you on again, and um, yes, yeah. yes, hit me up, and um, I guess you'll let me know wherever this is live, wherever. Oh yeah, like definitely, it. yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, I think so. I think at the be- I think I said at the beginning of the show. I think Monday, um, beginning of the new year. So you'll be the first voice that everyone hears on the uh, Yay, on, on the feed. So yeah, so this will kind of be like a like a time warp episode where it's. You know, it was recorded now, but you'll be hearing it next year, essentially, which is pretty cool, I, I, I guess. I mean, that's, yeah. I never did that before, Very but uh, cool. yeah, it's like a time jump almost. So if we said, if we ref, I don't think we referenced anything from this year. So I think we're kind of, I think we might be timeless with this episode. So I think you can listen yes, to this. Yes, and I can time. say then 2023, since we will be in the new year. Yes. I'm very excited that both of those movies are coming out. Uh Mutants and Mayhem and yep. Super Mario World. So, um, yes. and the Super Mario World uh, at Universal Studios is opening up uh, in February. So, awesome. And then, really I, cool stuff. I mean, me being a, also a Spider Man fan, the uh, Spider Man, uh, the uh, Enter the Spider the Spider Verse movie is actually coming out, the second one. I think. Oh. Yeah, so that's coming out next year as well. So, definitely watch that first one. It's a great animated movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is great. I, I, I want to keep you on. I want to keep you on longer, but I, I don't want to. I mean, we're, it's getting pretty late on my end over here. It's almost. Oh yeah, it's uh, eleven o'clock. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's eleven o'clock on my yeah. side. But uh, yeah, I no. with all the East Coast homies, so I'm always knowing what time it is. <laughs> in the East Coast. Try, always trust me. I my my, my co hosts are in Tennessee, so we're like I said, I'm, I'm I'm always up late if we have to record. I'm recording like at. 10 o'clock at night sometimes, all the way to 12 midnight. So I'm, I'm used to all it. Right, but, uh, well, get some rest. And <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. All righty. I'll talk to you later. Later.